This is Shauna Lopez, and you are entering the Seriously Shauna Experience, an Ultimate Christian Podcast Network production. Hey, y'all. Hey, what is going on? It is so close, y'all. We all have a good time today. This is Seriously Shauna. I am your host, as I said in an introduction, Shauna Lopez. We're going to get down to brass tacks today. I, um, I'm recording this late in the afternoon. Normally, I don't wait this long. But I needed to hear what our governor of the great state of Texas had to say about this uh, shutdown, right, the quarantine. How are we going to open up? So I had to listen to that before I came on recorded today. But y'all already know what happened because this is going to be a few days later. So I listened to him. I didn't like what he had to say, to be honest. Why? Because I'm selfish and I want it, everything to open today. I, I had a couple of things, though, y'all, because maybe y'all didn't hear. But he said a few things. Some of y'all ain't from Texas. Uh, it's too bad. I wish you were. But in test, he said he's going to open things up in phases, which I don't like. But I know why he has to do it. And so I will sit here and grit my teeth and say, okay. But he said something like, he would say things like this. And this don't have nothing to do with it. But he said, we're going to redouble our efforts. What does that mean, Governor? I don't even know what redouble. Did you already double? Double from what? What are we doubling from? Are, we, are these gremlins reproducing? I don't know what's happening. How do you redouble your efforts? I don't know what that means. So uh, I need someone to explain that to me, please. But he's going to open stuff up. He still said I can't go get my hair done. I don't like that at all, y'all. I don't like that at all. I'm going to tell you why. Y'all need to see this nonsense. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll make another video. I didn't make a video last week of myself. Because, y'all, it's hideous. It's terrible. Y'all don't want to see this nonsense. Y'all don't want to see this outgrowth. Because I have bleach blonde growing out. I have some brown coming in, and I got the gray coming in hot, y'all. My hair is a hodgepodge up there. And when you have short hair, you got to get it trimmed because it does not grow right when you don't. So I look like I have been living in the woods for three months. And now you say, Shauna, that ain't that bad. Oh, it is that bad. Y'all ain't seen me. Y'all ain't seen me. But you know what? Some changes have been happening in the Lopez house, y'all. Some big changes. Because this quarantine affects us all. Everybody said, well, you husband's still working. This yes, he is. But let me tell you something. We have lost income over this, too. We have lost major income over this. And for the first time, hear me, for the first time in 17 years, Okay, because that's how old my oldest son, for the first time in 17 years, I had to go and look for a job. Right? Like a full-time job. This is fun. I get to do this is fun. But I had to look for a full-time job. Why? We got to replace that income somehow. And it don't look like he's going to be able to do it anytime soon. It ain't like he don't want to. But it's what it is. So it has affected all of us. And let me tell you something. The, I, 
I have found some things out about myself. I didn't want to know. I didn't want to know. First of all, when you go to apply for jobs and you haven't worked in 17 years, do you know how humiliated it I'm trying to fill out an application, right? What? And you know what? They ask you, what's your previous employment? Well, uh, 20 years ago, I did this for a living. They don't care about that. Do you understand me? They do not care what you did 20 years ago, Shauna. I want to know what you did yesterday, Shauna. I didn't do nothing yesterday. You know what I did yesterday? This is what I did. I made egos and chips and salsa for supper. That's what I did. Can I put that down as a special skill? Because you asked me. I also clean my boy's bathroom, and it doesn't smell like a morgue anymore, okay? It's no longer a crime scene in there. That's what I did. They don't let you list that as a special skill. I am able to generate devastating levels of sarcasm instantly. It's not a special skill. I didn't know that. This whole, I didn't know that. So I have had to go back and try to apply for a job. Can you imagine? Oh, I am middle age. Oh, God. I got no time for no. But you got to do it. You got to do what you got to do, right? You got to do it. We'll be all right. The Lord will provide. But it is sobering to go out there and to look through. I've looked online. Every job I could possibly think of that I might absolutely maybe fit, right? And I've looked at these jobs, and I'm like, Do, is that, a, I mean, I did that 20 years ago. Does that count? I don't think it does, y'all. I don't think it does. That's hard to hear, right? Over the years, I've applied for so many jobs. You know, when I was younger, I remember I was 15, y'all. 15, and I applied to work at the Taco Mayo that was down the road from my house. It was a Taco Mayo. The guy who interviewed me could not have been but two years older than me. Could not have been. Maybe three. He might have been 18. Okay, I'll give him. But he comes to me. He's asking me. If he read the application. I filled it out right there because back then you wrote, you filled it in, right? You sat in a booth, Okay. And you filled it out on site. So I did that. And he said, uh, you don't have a social security number listed. I said, what's that? Mm. Yes, I did. I didn't even know. I didn't even know. And you know what? He was like, moron, you cannot work at Taco Mayo, okay? Because you don't know what a social security number is. Leave. He had every right to kick me out, too. He sure did. I learned after that. I learned after that, but it was too late. I couldn't work at the Taco Mile. But you know what? That wasn't my dream anyway. When I was a kid, I used to love. Now, a lot of y'all are not getting ready to get this. If you're older than 45, you're going to understand this. But if you're younger, you won't hear it. You won't get it. So just sit there patiently. But my dream when I was a little kid is I wanted to work at a Taco Bell because they had those little, they would reach up by the cash register, and they had this board, and it had all the food items on it, and they took this, it wasn't chalk, but it was like rubbery chalk, and they would write the order down on this thing, and the people in the back would make it, and they would erase it for the next person to come up. 
I thought that was the coolest thing I'd ever seen in my life, and I wanted to work at a taco, but I never did apply. But it was always in the back of my mind, and then they changed it, so it's not worth it. I don't want to work for you now, Taco Bell. I don't want to work for you now. I mean, I would, right? Ain't nobody else taking me. Whew. One time, I applied, and I hope she's listening to my friend. I applied, y'all hear me now, as a makeup artist for Glamour Shots. Hear what I'm saying. Some of y'all don't know. Some of y'all don't know. Some of y'all missed out on Glamour Shots. So Glamour Shots was this place that you could go and pay to get your... This is the original selfie. You hear what I'm saying? This is where selfies started. This is what kicked it all off is a Glamour Shot. And so you will go to the Glamour Shot. It was always in a mall. And you would go in and you would see the makeup artist. And then they would put... They wouldn't even put real clothes on you. They would just drape like pieces of cloth over you and your shoulders were exposed and your, the front of your chest was exposed. Lord have mercy. You better put a safety pin in that, okay? I ain't got nothing up front. That thing getting ready to be illegal in here. But that's what you would do. And you get your picture and make you all up and they would curl your hair and just make you look night and day. Night and day. It wasn't good. But they, anyway. So I, I saw a advertisement for a job as a makeup artist at the Glamour Show. I don't know what made me think I could be a makeup artist. I barely knew how to do my own makeup, okay? I was probably 17, 18. I didn't know. What? I ain't had no business. But I, well, that didn't stop me. So I tell my best friend, I said, hey, I need you to meet me at the glamour shots at this time, because what they wanted you to do, you had to bring a model. So you had to bring someone in so that you could do their makeup, fix their hair, and if you did a good job, you would get the job. Well, I'm getting ready to blame this on my best friend at the time. Okay? Because she showed she must have been out doing Lord knows what. She knows it's true. I know it's true, because I was probably with her if the truth be told. Do a Lord knows what. And so she shows up this next morning. It's about 10 o'clock in the morning. She shows up with last night's makeup on. I said, how am I supposed to do your makeup? You already have old makeup on. How? She's like, I didn't know. I, I said, oh. So she's in here. Well, you know what I'm talking about. Crinkly old mascara. Your, your eyeliner maybe ain't no more on your eyes. It's underneath. You know, hey, we've all had one of them nights. That's how she showed up. Now, let's give her props because she showed up. That's something. That's a friend. But wash your face when you're going to go to the glamour shots, okay? Wash your face for your friend. So we go in there, and I'll be honest, we just spent the afternoon laughing and playing with makeup. Excuse me. It, it wasn't, I wouldn't get ready to get that job. I didn't know, I didn't know one thing about doing somebody else's makeup. And now that I think about it, why would I want to? Ugh. I don't want to touch your face. No, thank you. One time I worked at a gas station for one eight-hour overnight shift. Mm-hmm. That's, that's all I lasted. I was like, uh-uh. I was, so my first thing I had to do 
was, I need you. Told, this is a 12-year-old manager told me. I, well, he was the assistant manager because they all have these name tags to call him assistant manager. I don't know. It made him feel good. I don't know why. So the assistant manager told me, I need you to go into this freezer and wear this big coat that everybody and their brother already wore today. I need you to wear this big nasty coat. And I need you to check the expiration date on all this frozen food. Ugh. There's a lot, y'all. This is a big gas station. It's not like, you know, the little bitty. This is a huge chain gas station. And I'm from Oklahoma, so y'all probably know which one I'm talking about. Anyway, so I'm in there checking this food, checking this food. Uh, uh, ooh, uh. And this little 12-year-old sister manager come, you're not moving fast enough. You I'm like, what? What you doing now? I'm going as fast as I can. It's my first day. What? Ugh. I was like, you know what? And it's overnight. I'm like, it's 5 in the morning, and I am checking expiration dates on food. Do you hear me? Ooh. So I didn't last there. I know that's shocking, but I didn't last there. I had some other dumb jobs, too. Y'all have dumb jobs. Y'all tell me about your dumb job. I want to hear about y'all dumb jobs. They they have to be worse than mine. Are they? Ugh. Shauna, it's seriously shaunapodcast.com. Tell me your bad jobs. I need to know because we're all in this together. And Mama Shauna is out there trying to get a job. I've been wiping bottoms for 17 years. That's all I know how to do. But I've had to, you know, you got to. You got to get back in the game now. It's what it is. It's what it is. It's the way it is now. So I did apply. I applied for several jobs online. Okay, several online. But you know the whole market is slowed, so ain't nobody even looking. They're not even checking. Except for this one place I applied, and I had seen this job several. I don't even know. It's been a long time ago. I don't even know what made me look, but I'd seen it posted before, but I never paid no attention. But until I needed to, right? So I needed to, so I went back. I thought, you know what? Let me check the qualifications, and I met them, so I applied. I had a friend of a friend knew somebody, made a call, this and that. A week later, I go back to check that site again, and they had changed those job requirements. You hear what I'm saying? That job been posted for six months, sit there. I apply one time, and they update and change the whole thing. Oh, we don't want her. Mm-mm. We don't want her, and we don't want nobody like her. Oh, that's devastating. That is a blow. You hear me? Ugh. I looked up this one job. I was like, you know what? I think I could do this job. It. I know how to do X, Y, Z. I love being in this particular place, surrounded by things that I love. I think I could do this job. And I looked through the qualifications. Oh, oh, I mean, I mean, oh, yes, I can do all this. Except one thing, one thing that kept me from getting this job. In fact, this one thing, it said, if you're not this, then don't even bother putting an application. I was like, ugh. The one thing was that I wasn't a felon. Are you kidding me? I spent my whole life not committing a felony. And now because I am not a felon, I can't apply for this job. Are it? Oh, 
That is the real truth. Y'all, that is the truth. That happened to me. Ooh. Isn't that terrible? Like, what? Are you kidding me? I mean, I can't go back to what I used to do. Y'all know, I told y'all many times ago, many episodes ago, but for those of you tuning in for the first time, welcome. So sorry. So sorry you had to come here on my unemployment episode. But back in the day, I, all my training, everything, was to be a police officer. No, didn't want to do nothing else in my whole life. Lived my life to be a police officer. Everything I did, all the training, my military background, my college degree, all of it. One goal in mind. And I did it. And I was good at it. And that was 20 years ago. You hear me? 17 years ago. 17 years ago. I saw there's a local police department <coughs> that was hiring. And I was like, well, you know, I looked at my husband, who himself does that for a living. I said, well, hey, <coughs> excuse me. It's what I know to do. It's what I know to do. He was like, mm, you are well qualified but your age, girl, oh, shutty, uppy, okay, ugh, he sure did. He's right, though, y'all, come on, come on. Here's the thing, back in the day, let me tell you something, I was good at my job. Back in the day, I would, I, one time I crawled underneath someone's house, like a pier and bean, and there was an entrance inside the house, almost like you have an entrance to your attic. Well, they had one inside the house that was an entrance to underneath the house, their pier and beam, okay? Because we were looking for the homeowner who we believed to be deceased. Hear me. Me said, okay, I will go underneath this house. So I put my rain gear on. Go, I didn't know what was under there. Put my rain gear on and went underneath in the deep, bowels of this house. Now, let me also explain. Let me further explain. This house was in deep into the barrio. You hear what I'm saying? It was not a well-kept house. It was not a well-kept house. I went under there without question. I'm looking for a dead body. Do you hear me? In this filth and mire and muck under this, this house in the barrio. I didn't find one, but I did find a giant dead rat the size of my head. That's what we smell, big old giant dead rat. Mm. My point is, ask me to do something like that today. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. That's a hard no. Y'all know that. Ooh, I have so many cop stories, though. I have so many. So many fun stories. And my closest friends have probably heard all these stories about 50,000 times. They're, they're like, oh, Shauna, please don't. Don't tell them those stories. You can't tell people. You can't tell people that don't know you. Oh, I'm getting ready to. One time, I had a partner. His name was Todd. And we went to this house. We got a call. This is deep in a barrio. Hear me. So we get this call. And we go and meet this lady who called us in her backyard. And she was complaining because her neighbor kept throwing used toilets in her backyard. Yes, yeah, that, you heard me. 
and she was mad as a hatter. Ooh. So I am standing there very graciously listening to this lady yell in my face about the neighbor throwing the toilet. There must have been five or six toilets in this lady's backyard. I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding. It's the truth. And I am looking at this lady. I'm trying to, you know, and out of the corner of my eye, I see this giant dog, big as me, come walking toward us. He wasn't running. He wasn't coming at us aggressively. He's just strolling, walking over. Why? He didn't have to. Because he's like, I'm as big as you. I don't need to come up barking and threatening at you. You already know. So I watched this dog. He was one of those mastiffs. It wasn't even a great day. He was like a giant mastiff. He was the biggest dog i ever seen in my life. So he comes. My partner standing next to me. I'm in the middle between my partner and this lady. And my partner is to the left of me. She is to the right. And I'm looking at her in the eye. And I'm watching this dog. And he is walking slowly around us, circling. Hmm. What's this dog getting ready to do? So I'm trying to keep an eye on this dog. I'm trying to make sure neighbor does not throw another toilet in the yard. And I'm trying to be gracious and listen to this woman and her complaints. Then this dog goes up on the side of my partner. Now, remember, I told you, it's a giant mastiff, okay? He goes over to the side of my partner and stands there. He hikes his leg up. And that dog unloaded his bladder on my partner's leg, y'all. Yes, he did. It must have been a gallon worth on my partner's leg. The look on my partner's face, process, I'll never forget it. I will never forget it. And I am trying to hold a straight face and talk to this lady, and she's still talking like nothing happening. Like her dog is not unloading his bladder on my partner. And I finally looked at this lady. I said, I am sorry. Well, that is the funniest thing I have ever seen in my entire life. She was so appalled. I couldn't help it. I couldn't help it. It, Y'all, that happened. And we resolved whatever. And we had to go. My partner lived at the time in downtown Dallas, and we had to drive all the way to his apartment so he could change. We walk in. His wife is in there, and she's like, what are you all doing here? And he was like, mm. And she was like, oh, mm mm-mm. You get that out of here. She didn't want that uniform inside. I don't blame you, girl. I don't blame you. And I saw this partner last year, believe it or not. And he said to me, you remember that time? I said, boy, how could I forget? Yes, y'all, I got some stories, y'all. That really did happen. That really did happen. I worked, when I was a police officer, I did a lot of uh, special assignments in my small little tenure. I worked as a, mm, I worked as a lady of the evening. Yes, I did. But y'all, I was terrible at it. Oh, I was terrible. Because people would come up to me, and they would say something that they wanted to do. I was like, ooh. And I could keep a straight face. I was like, ooh. And they were like, Shauna, you can't do that with your face. I'm like, but uh, okay. I was terrible. I was terrible. Matter of fact, I remember working. If you're from the north, if you're from the North Texas area, I worked in an area called Lancaster Avenue, right? And this is the lowest of the low here, y'all. It wasn't nothing classy about this, okay? So when I'm down there, and I'm just saying this, this is not a putting down nobody else, but I'm saying 
when they saw me walking up and down the street, they're like, ooh, she has showered today, okay? Like, they thought jackpot. All her teeth and showered. Oh, my goodness. Well, let me tell you something. They would come up and say all this foul stuff, and then they would say, $5. I'm like, what? Uh, what you mean, $5? What? $5, y'all. Hmm. That's terrible. All right. Y'all, that's terrible. But it's true. That's what I did. I can't do that no more. That's not, I can't do that. That, that season has passed, okay? So I got to figure out something else I can do. I got to figure out another job I can do. And Lord willing, if I had to, su- to support my family, I-, I need to be able to. So b- basically what we decided is I-, I have got to update my credentials. So I'm going to go back to school. Mm. I'm going to go back to school. Listen, I am literally Rodney Dangerfield. You hear me, back to school, except without the money or the foul mouth. I'm going back to school. Ooh, can y'all imagine me at class? Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine having Karen in your class with you? That's what they're getting. Yes. Yes, I'm going to sit in the front, and I'm going to ask all the questions. I'm going to wait to the last minute and ask all the, that's who I am. I'm that old lady in your class. Y'all remember, every single one of you went to college had an older person in your class that sat in the front, they asked all the questions, they took all the notes, and they made all the grades. That's it. That's who I am. But I don't even know what I need. Do I need a backpack? Do people still carry backpacks? What do I, do I need an abacus? I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to be that old lady in there. Yes, I am. But y'all know I can't go with my hair like this. What is going to happen? Ooh. Governor Abbott, I got my eye on you, Governor Abbott. You need to open this place up because we can't handle it. We can't handle it. Y'all, I'm praying for everybody that are in the same boat as me. Hey, I'm praying for you, and that's the truth. I need y'all to get back to work. I need to get back to work. God, help me. I am praying for your finances, all that stuff. Y'all, tell me. Write to me and tell me what your jobs, your job interviews, the terrible jobs you've had. Tell me about those. Shauna at SeriouslyShaunaPodcast.com. We're on our way. We're on our way. Texas is going in phases. And if you live in Texas, by the end of May, we're going to be totally opened up, Lord willing. So I'm coming for y'all. If you need me and you want me to come, let's stay, let's get me booked now because the calendar will fill up. I want to come. I want to share my testimony with you. Hey, if y'all meet together in a Zoom, I can share my testimony in a Zoom. It will encourage you. It will make you cry, but it will lift you up and let you know that there is hope after trauma. So I want you to let me know and reach out. Sean at SeriouslySeanAPodcast.com. Now, I know I promised y'all we were doing television shows and commercials this week. But I had to tell y'all about my unemployment. I had to tell y'all. I am unemployed, and I got to get myself ready to go. So I am going back to school. So that is a to-be-continued. Y'all, it's going to be fun walking this journey with me. Amen. So next week, we'll do some television shows. Next week, we'll talk about some commercials. Next week. Now, I'm told here in Texas, they aren't even considering opening hair salons until at least mid-May. So it probably going to be the end of May before y'all see my face again. I'm being honest. And that's a favor for me to you. You hear me? 
that's a favor for me to you. But please tune in. Come see me next week. Y'all, we really are. In, we're in this together. Ain't nobody celebrity listening to this, okay? This is just regular people. We're all in this together. We all are facing hardship. We never thought we had. But we can do it. However, come on out. I love you. I ain't above you. But I have had enough of you. Until next time. 